Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Hey now, Semper Fi, welcome into this Thursday edition of Sports Talk here on WWL, amfm.com, and always free and live on the Odyssey app, along with NFL and college football analyst. I'm uh, Mike Dettelier. I'm Christian Garrick. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504-260-1870. Charlie Long at Master Control and on the Sports Flash, taking your calls on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines again, 504-260-1870. Some news to get to. For the Saints, Jarvis Landry reportedly going on injured reserve, the Saints veteran wide receiver. Uh, Chris Olave has been ruled out for Saturday's tilt with the Browns. And Demario Davis making his first Pro Bowl, considering uh, he was a first-team All-Pro three years ago. Mike, it seems like it's always a popularity contest, the Pro Bowl, and it usually comes a year too late or two or two years too late. Yeah, I, I could have picked a couple years. Demario played better, uh, but um... – you know, it's it, it's crazy. Um, Archie Manning told me this story that uh, Tom Mack, and is a guy that played in the '60s and '70s, a perennial Pro Bowler, and the at that time the players voted uh, for the Pro Bowl, and he said Mack retired one year, and the next year he made the Pro Bowl. Players, yeah. players, players that voted yeah. him back. He hadn't even played. Uh, so uh, it just goes to show you, yeah, it is a bit of a popularity contest, and sometimes you catch it on the back end of it. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't think any of the Saints guys were going to make it. Uh, Kyra Matthew made alternate. Uh, I, I, I didn't think any of them were going to make it. Uh, so, uh, man, I'm glad for Demario because he should have got this years ago. It's, uh, but you know, that linebacker position today, a lot of it has to do with sacks and tackles for losses and that sort of thing. And that's not how they use Demario. He's sort of been all over the field. So, man, I'm, I'm glad for him. Uh, probably two years too late, but uh, man, he's been a hell of a pickup for this team. When you think about guys that they picked up uh, free agency on defense, he might be the second. One, uh, number two behind Drew Brees in terms of the most important free agents. But on defense, he, he's number, number one. one. He's the number one guy. Now, Drew Drew may stack up with being the number one free agent pickup ever uh, when you look at those type numbers uh, that he was able to put up. But uh, my goodness, uh, DeMario's been a great uh, 
pickup for the Saints, his leadership, his uh, in- instincts, his smarts out on the field, and he's a playmaker. Uh, no question about it. And they got two young kids uh, r- ready to, uh, I think, emerge. We saw it with Pete Werner. Pete's going to get hurt. He's not a, a big, thickly built guy, but he's instinctive. He's around the football. But I've been so impressed with Caden Ellis last couple of weeks, his development as a uh, as a starting linebacker. And uh, he's a big guy that can run, and he's gotten much better as a pass cover guy. Always was an up-the-field guy. Uh, I, I saw him when he was in college, and he was uh, used a lot in rushing off the edge or kind of running – Right along the line of scrimmage, but he's gotten better in the pass coverage part of the game. Yeah, D.A. challenges him to play better in space, and he's gotten better. Uh, that's for sure. And Pete Warner out also against the Cleveland Browns a week after returning from an ankle injury. He's now dealing with a hamstring injury. Man, everybody got him. I mean, you just look at these lists uh, from every team today. Everybody's dealing with it. So it's that time of the year. Uh, this is a game of attrition. And, uh, man, I, I did NFL Network, and Bill Pullian was on. He said, you know what this game is turning into? A game of second-team players. Mm-hmm. Who has the best second team? And, you know, everybody kind of chuckled a little bit. But when you look at the rosters today, Bill's right. <laughs> Bill was absolutely right. Because he said, all this stuff you do from February till July – yeah, okay, it's great and fine. You get a pickup here and there. But it's so important because you're building up your depth uh, for what you're going to not maybe use or you're going to have to use during the season. He's Mike Dettelier. I'm Christian Garrick. We were just getting started here. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504-260-1870. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Thursday night football tonight, Jags and Jets. Jaguars are making a push, Mike, to potentially get in the playoffs in the AFC. Man, Doug can coach, and uh, I did an interview this week. Somebody asked me, where did Trevor Lawrence finish in 35 years plus? I did this. I said, as far as quarterbacks concerned, probably fifth uh, overall through all those years. Well, Trevor's a big-time player. He just didn't have a lot around him. And now, you know, you see a little bit of his maturation. They put a few more pieces of the puzzle, uh, and he can sling it. And uh, he's not a slow dude either. I mean, he can move around the pocket real well. He's a big, tall drink of water, but man, he can he can peg it downfield. And I think it's a it's a great combination with him and Doug. D- Doug loves. Uh, we, we've had this talk. He was at Louisiana Line Camp uh, when he coached uh, in Louisiana as a high school coach, and he would tell me, "Man, I I love to interact with with quarterbacks and deal with the younger ones." and develop them. And so he's done a terrific job with Trevor Lawrence. It was last year. It was a train wreck with Urban Meyer. He did, he couldn't coach at the professional level at all. But uh, Doug's the right fit. And you know what? Got a little bit of confidence. Uh, it's not about momentum. It's confidence that, hey, we've done it and we can do it again. Last week's win 
over Bobby's favorite team, uh, Dallas, uh, certainly gives them some confidence. And man, but, but the Jets got a legit defense. They really do. Now, offensively, uh, uh, who knows what you're going to get out of Zach Wilson? I don't know. Last week, he didn't play bad, to be honest. No, but he didn't. I've seen other times he could really could KLS. No, he didn't. But, you know, it's, it goes back to, you know, do the guys in the locker room want to follow that guy? There, there's been much, much made about a, a few weeks ago when he got benched and, he, you know, he was asked, did you, do you feel like you let the offense let the defense down? And he said, no. Uh, or your play specifically let the defense down? He said, no. And there was so much to – that was made about that, about Zach Wilson. And the obvious answer there is for anybody, I don't need to tell anybody this, but the obvious well, answer be is, a mature man. is you accept the responsibility for it and say, yeah, I didn't play very well. What we have heard from Tom Brady, from Drew Brees, from Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, I got to play better. It starts with me, right? That's the, that's the cliche, but it's true. And uh, he, he didn't do that. But I, I don't think it's – he's too talented, Mike, to be cast off, though. He is I wouldn't, I wouldn't kick him around, but uh, you know what? My patience is running thin with him, <laughs> real thin. Uh, Jake DeLome had the best comment about quarterbacks. He said, Mike, somewhere along the line, as you are a teenager and you realize this is your position, you understand what it takes that you are going to get a lot of criticism. And sometimes it's not all your fault. And sometimes you're going to get a lot of accolades and you didn't do a damn thing. You know what? You throw that five-yard pass and that guy takes off and runs 75 yards with it. Okay, you just threw it five yards. It's the running back or or tight end who did it. He said, but you got to understand what you are, that you are the field general. And Because he had always said one of the things I try to look for, characteristics, is he the five-star general? Is he the guy – that that team is going to load up the truck and say, you know what, I don't care what obstacles we hit, we going through it. And he said, there is that time when you're a teenager, you understand that it's your responsibility and you have to take responsibility sometimes for things you didn't do. Now, he said, for a lot of people, they don't get that because they're not like that in their real world. It's not like that. They want to pass the buck. Sometimes, but as a quarterback, you got to swallow it. You got to take that responsibility. You got to take the heat. You got to take the good. You got to take the bad. Yeah, Shit. same thing as a coach. I mean, yeah. it's the same thing. I got coaches in my family, uh, so uh, you know they've said it often about you know, man, it's it's difficult. And sometimes, I think today, as if you're a high school coach, it's more dealing with parents, and they got trainers, and <laughs> you're hearing it from everybody. Uh, so you got to be your own guy, and you got to set a set of rules down, and make sure that everybody is gonna abide by those rules. But uh, as you get into college and into the pros, uh, you can't treat everybody the same. That that's great for junior high school and high school stuff. But man, when you get into college and into the pros, uh, there is a line. Uh, that that more talented guy is gonna get a lot more opportunities than the guy that's. You know, he's pretty good, but he ain't great. That guy who's great, talented, he's going to get more chances. Uh, people don't like to hear it, no, but that's, that's just the way it is. That's life. That's, that's just it. It's not just sports. That's life. Yeah. If, if you're a talented banker, then, you know, you, an investor, carpenter, you name it. You're going to get more breaks than, yeah. than a guy that's not a top three, of, uh, a guy or gal that's not in the top three 
of their profession. Speaking of the top three, top one, Nick Saban, getting closer and closer to retirement, right? I think. I don't know. But <laughs> his recruiting class, this last recruiting class, might be one of the best he's had in the last decade. Uh, it might be. Uh, now, we'll have to figure out what happens at quarterback because, man, I tell you what, whoever fills them moccasins of Bryce Young, he got some big shoes that he's putting him feet in. Uh, Bryce Young won them a lot of games uh, because of his talent. And so whoever takes over next year, I know one thing, for 2023, he ain't as good as Bryce Young. That There's no way. Uh, and I, I'm not sure how he's going to handle that. But, boy, his his recruiting of offensive and defensive linemen, linebackers, the secondary, that's just been great uh, in what he's been able to bring in and develop. And that's his wheelhouse. He's been the developer of defensive backs. And um, certainly at, at running back, he brought in a lot of highly recruited receivers. And uh, mainly none of them did squat last year. They didn't do anything. You weren't scared of those receivers like you were maybe years ago. Man, when you see Waddle and Devontae Smith mm-hmm. and even Henry Ruggs when he was there, man, you, you had some talent you was going up against. Man, they, none of them could touch their jockstrap last year as far as receivers are concerned. So the development of the pitch and catch game is interesting. But what you bring up, the old pops can still throw the fire. Man, he can fireball that in there recruiting-wise. He hasn't lost his fastball nope. in that regard. Gary Smith, Tulane beat writer for the times Union and New Orleans Advocate and publisher of the WaveReport.com, talking a little Tulane USC in the bowl game. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, back here on Sports Talk, Mike and Christian. Gary Smith joining us now, Tulane beat writer for the Times Picayune, New Orleans advocate and publisher of thewavereport.com. Tulane and USC set to tangle in the Cotton Bowl January 2nd. Gary, how are you, man? Doing good, Christian, doing good. So right now with them just getting back to work, what, where, what do you think they're, I guess they're, their big focus is? Is it all about stopping Caleb Williams? Well, Caleb Williams' hamstring might stop himself, to, to, to be honest. It, it was funny. Will, Willie Fritz was asked yesterday about USC star wide receiver Jordan Addison, who was just announced he had an ankle injury and wasn't going to play in the game. And, and, and Willie said, well, did you – and the reporter that asked the question, Willie said, well, do you have any news on Caleb Williams on the quarterback? Because <laughs> that, that's, that, that's, that's going to determine everything. Because um, you know, USC went 4-8 and eight last year. Um, got – Obviously, brought in a new coach. He brought his quarterback, and and that and Caleb Williams is the reason that USC had the incredible turnaround it had had this year. I mean, he, he's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But he could barely move at the end of the Pac-12 championship game against Utah. And I don't know if he's not if he's not able to play in this game or or is limited. Um, USC is in trouble, and, and I know it, it. People are going to say that's crazy. You know, Tulane's playing a blue blood program, but like USC, but but USC, quite simply, he propped that team up this year. They got a lot of talent, but it's not 
talent that plays well together unless Caleb Williams is 100%. So, so that, you know, so yeah, Tulane practiced three times this week and then took off for Christmas break. They'll be back. They'll be in Dallas to begin practicing again next, next week after Christmas. But, uh, um, I, I, if Caleb, I'm not saying Tulane wouldn't have a chance if Caleb Williams is 100%, but if Caleb Williams is nowhere close to 100%, I think, I think Tulane's the favorite to win that game. Gary, I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> did he prop him up? Man, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's like it's like building a, a 28-foot levee. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean uh, he, he kept everything <laughs> away, but he can't mm-hmm. play defense. Uh, anybody no. who's watched SC uh, on the late-night games, uh, mm-hmm. even against Utah, they got shredded. Uh, they still is terrible. <laughs> and I mean, the tight ends for Utah, yeah. those two cats, yeah. they still running open. They, they haven't yeah. covered them yet. Uh, not I mean, one, but both of them. Ty J. Spears has to be salivating oh every God. time he watches tape of, of USC trying to tackle guys this year. They're really not, they're not that good a football team, except that when you put the best player on the That's country right. on any team, you're a good football team. Um, and we saw what happened. They were they were killing Utah in the first quarter. That might not have held up because of their defense, but they're up seventeen to three. Caleb Williams was dominating. He gets injured, and they got just blown off the field for, for the rest of the game. And yet, you get the motivation issues for USC, a lot of other things. Tulane's in, in, in a good position right now. And, and Tulane, they're, they don't, they're not, they're not going to have any opt-outs, obviously, for the bowl game. Um, Ty J. Spears, some people were wondering if he might protect himself. Um, Willie Fritz said if he had to play every down, he'd play every down if they needed him yesterday. This is a very motivated, focused Tulane football team. And, and you could even see it in their practices this week um, as they were um, getting ready for Christmas break. Gary, I think the big kind of question mark, because it had been kind of kicked around, would Michael Pratt stay? Uh, I think he sort of put that to rest. But, man, uh, having Michael Pratt play in this game and for 2023 is really big for Tulane, as big as Jaden Daniels coming back for LSU, having Pratt back on that Tulane football team. Man, he had some of those throws in the final three or four games. They were NFL-type throws. Yeah, he – he really he, he look he, he's always been a terrific leader and a good player he, he improved by leaps and bounds at the end of the year he was an absolutely terrific player <laughs> at the end of the season and yeah look I had I covered the University of Florida for 18 years graduated from there covered that team for, for that long I had I had people who really knew the program calling me a couple of weeks ago telling me that he was going to be Florida's next quarterback yeah, that he was going to sign a huge NIL deal and, and, and go to Florida I, I, I thought it was shaky all along because I had has anybody, did anybody watch Florida play this year? I mean, <laughs> it's a different story entirely. But uh, but he yeah he had to address those rumors because he he was definitely going to play in the bowl game, but it was out there. I, and I heard some people at Notre Dame talking about he was their number one target. He wasn't even in the portal. He never entered <laughs> the portal, and they're already talking that way. So he had to say something. And yeah, it's it's it, it, it's a big deal because in, in this day and age with players transferring willy nilly, a lot of people thought he you know he'd given Tulane a good three years and he'd try to catch in on, on, on NIL opportunities, and he, he made it very clear that he wouldn't. Then they got the extra bonus, their, their center, four-year yeah. starting center, Sincere Hainsworth. He, he walked on senior day. I, everybody just assumed he was gone. I think he's gotten some information he might not be a particularly high NFL draft pick he if he comes be. out this year. And, and and so he decided to come back for a fifth year as a starter, which is allowed because of the free year everybody got in COVID. So, yeah, it, 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 was, it was a heck of a week for good news for Tulane. See, that's the kind of stuff when you're talking about Pratt that turns yeah. a lot of college football fans off. When, when a guy's mm-hmm. not even in a portal 
and yeah. there's a possibility that somebody could influence him based on money to now enter the transfer portal and go to another school. That's where I think they have got to find a way to put some sort of uh, regulations on that. Good luck. Yeah, I don't. That's tampering. Don't know, it is, yeah, but look, May went through it at North Carolina. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to be yeah. able to do about this because this is the world we live in now. Yeah. Um, and, and but I agree with we you. We got to stop saying it. that though. This is the world we <laughs> yeah. live in now. Well, let's just accept it. But it, but I, it's not but a matter it of accepting now. it. But there's too, but there are too many people that do accept it, and we can say whatever we want. Yeah. The direction that the sport is going, I just don't think that. I think this is here to stay, and I, I agree with you. That's not a good situation at all. But I, I just being realistic, I don't think that's changing. One of the things uh, yesterday you saw. Um, man, I, Gary, maybe you remember it. I don't ever remember Tulane signing three players from Destrahan, you know, in my neck yeah. of the woods. Uh, man, and uh, I know one thing, everybody sort of focuses on Jai, and he's a was mm-hmm. a tremendous player for them at yeah. quarterback, and I think he's probably going to play defensive back. And But, man, uh, anybody watch Cannon uh, and see that big man uh, move around? Yeah. Uh, man, anytime I can get a six foot three, three hundred thirty pound interior player that can move, <laughs> I want him. And yeah. I was surprised that some SEC school didn't nab him. I'm gonna be honest; yeah, I saw him he, play a lot. You know, it's funny when when he committed, and I saw that he weighed three hundred thirty pounds. I thought he was probably out of shape. That is not the case with nope. him. And you're right; he's he's got an SEC body. It's 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 pretty unusual. And, and you didn't mention the other guy. I think the, the third guy that's on inside Kevin Adams. He was the MVP. Yes, in the he was. Yes, Kevin's Kevin's a tremendous player. <laughs> he, he, he can play. Willie Fritz said he could play anywhere in the back of the defense. Um, I mean, he was listed as a linebacker and recruiting things, but but Tulane is probably going to use him in the secondary um, somewhere. But no, it, it's a big difference. Tulane signed twelve of the twenty-four players they signed in their class were from Louisiana. The most they'd ever signed under Willie Fritz before then was eight. Sometimes I used to think that was people concentrate on that too much because look where the team is now anyway. But all, it's always easier to recruit in your home state if you can. And yes. in the past, Tulane was struggling in that front under Fritz. So they had to go out of state. That's no longer the case anymore. And, yeah, when you're getting three three, three players from an incredibly well-coached football team that went undefeated, that's just something that didn't happen for Tulane in the past. It, it, it's definitely a good look. Gary, Tajay Spears, seven straight 100-yard rushing performances that yeah. leads the FBS. Do you think that continues in the bowl game against USC? I can't. Uh, I would bet on he's that. Injured, I can't. I think it'll. I think it'll happen in the first quarter, and I'm not even exaggerating. I, I think he will have a hundred yards by the end of the first quarter from the USC defense that I've seen this year. Here's the other thing about this USC team. That's the game plan. If Caleb Williams is playing, keep they, him off the field. Yeah. They feasted on turnovers this year, USC. They led the nation in turnover margin by eight, yeah. eight more plus in any team in the country. If they hadn't done that, Caleb Williams or no Caleb Williams, they would have lost four games. I mean, because they, they, couldn't, they couldn't stop anything at times on defense. Obviously, their players are better than they've played, but there's just periods of games where they just it looks like they're not even interested in tackling you. And uh, That's Lincoln Riley's. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Just, I saw that at scary. Oklahoma. Yeah, it's yeah. been his issue. Yeah. Repeat, repeat. Uh, I saw yeah. it. But your, your thoughts, man? Nick Anderson, yeah. Dorian Williams, man, what impact they they made on this Tulane football team this year? Uh, man, it, they needed a big play. Uh, it was one of those two guys that came up with it. It, 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 it was it, really it was, a remarkable. Yeah. 
it, it, it was it was terrific. And again, Dorian Williams, we actually saw this from him going into last year. Um, college football, one college football magazine picked him as the preseason AAC Defensive Player of the yeah. Year going into last year. It didn't pan out because nothing panned out for Tulane no. last year. Um, but he's just a terrific football player. And Nick Anderson is he's the same guy just a little bit smaller and you're right every time Tulane needed a defensive play you looked up it was either Mr. Nick Anderson or Mr. Dorian Williams making making a huge play and again that's how you have a great year at a school like like Tulane when you have guys seniors that have already played a ton that have developed like those two guys again because Dorian Williams was 190 pounds when he came to Tulane <laughs> as a freshman. You want to talk about development? <laughs> that's I mean, this, it. That's why he came from South Carolina. Nobody, nobody um, outside of Tulane. He, he was fairly highly recruited in a certain level, but nobody project. You can't project a guy's going to develop like he did. And uh, he, he's. I, I think he's going to have himself a nice NFL career. You look at Tajay, and we'll be watching him for the last time uh, against Southern yeah. Cal, but. Trey Cornish comes in, and and mm-hmm. what's the the feed you hear from the Tulane people about that Trey could come in and yeah. I don't know about feel the moccasins, but he sure can put a couple of toes in there uh, because yeah, it, everybody has really <laughs> raved about him uh, as a running yeah. back and a receiver coming out of the backfield. Yeah, and it's an, an, another example. You know, Tulane's recruiting ranking for the entire class. It, it, it's the best under Willie Fritz, but, it, it you know, it doesn't knock them dead out of the water. They don't have any four-star recruits in this class or anything like that. But the, the, the Trey Cornish is a perfect example of how things have changed. He doesn't even consider Tulane any other year. This guy's from Cincinnati. That's not exactly Tulane's recruiting area. Now, their running backs coach, Derek Sherman, is from Cincinnati, so he had an in uh, on that front. But Trey Cornish, his last – Tulane was one of his top seven schools that he announced. Kentucky, SEC. Um, Kansas State, Big 12 champion. Louisville, ACC. Michigan State, Big 10. That's four of the five Power Five conferences that Tulane was going up against in his, in his final group, and, and they won for him. Um, you know, he, he, who knows? I, I didn't actually confirm, but I think he probably was at the Tulane-Cincinnati game. I'm um, um, checking out Cincinnati. Um, he got to see Tulane in action. He got to see Ty J. Spears run for about 189 yards in that game. <laughs> Why, like, will Fred said yesterday, if you're a running back, why wouldn't you want to play for Tulane? Because Tulane runs the ball and they run it effectively. But that's an absolute no chance signee from Tulane in any year in the past. But when you go 11 and 2 and are headed to the Cotton Bowl, you get in the doors of a lot more players than you used to. And you get to spend some time in an area that's filled with a lot of players when mm-hmm. you go to the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. People don't see the residue of when you mm-hmm. go to a bowl game. There are tentacles there, so to speak, uh, that you can sort of do a little bit of early recruiting, get in touch with that high school player, get in touch with that high school coach, and make that connection that maybe you didn't have before. And so Mm -hmm. for Tulane, man, going into Texas and having that time, I think will pay off down the road. It's huge, and and, and let's be honest, Dallas – Fort Worth area is already Tulane West. They of, of their twenty four commitment yes. signees, five five are from the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, that's already that's the Tulane's number two area, other than Louisiana, in terms of recruiting. And and and, and it's hard to see that not continuing because you're right, they're they're going to be showcased in in that area for for an entire week with a ranked football team that I I think is going to beat USC. On top of that, um, that, that five players in that area this year, maybe seven or eight next year. 
Gary Smith, you do a great job covering Tulane for the Times-Picayune and New Orleans Advocate, also on the WaveReport.com. Gary, thanks again for the time. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. All right. Tulane USC, January 2nd, noon kickoff, just like the LSU Tigers. Going to double dip there. Michael have both screens going. I'm sure I'll have both screens going. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. Tomorrow at 4, join Bobby Hebert and Mike Dettelier for a special edition of Fans and the Pros, live from Rouse's Markets on Veterans near Causeway. Kickoff Saints Friday and shop the holidays with the two Cajuns, Bobby and Mike, at Rouse's Market, 2900 Veterans Boulevard, tomorrow 4 to 7 p.m. only on WWL. Yeah, because Deuce and, uh, and Hoss, man, they're right traveling. <laughs> uh, goodness, um, they, they'll be weeding that frightful weather, as they say. As they I talked hit to Geller Cleveland earlier today. He went oh, bought, yeah, I forgot went, about Geller. He, he's, he's there too, right? He, yeah, he went and bought one of those uh, face masks, one of those skiers masks uh, that Velcro's in the back. It's not like a one that you pull over your head. It's it's I can't remember the material it's made out of. Kind of like a um, – better be warm is yeah, all I can tell he you. he went and bought one today. He showed it to me, and I was but like, yeah, the hey, only gear thing, up, dude. It's going to be cold. The only thing I can tell him is a oh, he brought some long underwear with him. Oh, he told me, yeah. <laughs> he's got – He's got the hook up there. He's going to be about three layers, three or four layers. Uh, yeah, you uh, get you those uh, hunting uh, socks, uh, you know, electric. Uh, they, they work pretty good. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, Geller, he ain't, well, Geller grew up doing in colder weather. Yeah, he's not worried about this. Uh, but, the, man, that wind, the one. that wind make you uh, a little bit weak a bit. <laughs> when you get in that 30, 40-mile-an-hour wind with that type cold. What's that old saying from, uh, from, um, from uh, gosh, um, um, Joe Lombardi said, uh, "Fatigue will make a coward out of anyone." Yeah, Vince. Vince yeah. said it is grandpa. Well, yeah. the wind, then wind chill will make a coward out of anyone. Yeah, as real well. quick. Yeah, you can talk about, oh, it's cold for them, cold for us. No, you that cold. Yeah, you can do certain things for a few hours, but man, that wind. Uh, and I think everybody feels the same, and especially when you get up a little bit in age. Uh, yeah, I can take the cold a little bit, but man, that wind and that cold that cuts right through you. Yeah, that's why I'm, I got a little insulation, you know. In, in I got some too, but I also got a real thick jacket for when I take <laughs> off out of here and a hat. <laughs> Jimmy and Gretna on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, Jimmy. You're on WWL. Hey, y'all. Hey, looking forward to the Cotton Bowl. I think Michael Pratt's going to hold his own. Like I say, he's going to outshine the Heisman Trophy winner, but I think he's definitely going to hold his own. Uh, Man, the way he played the, down the stretch, he uh, looked good. He's been fantastic. He was great. He really played yeah. great. The only bad game he had was against my Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Sure it is. And, and I'll, I'll say this. Well. If, Southern Miss, if Southern Miss played them ten more times, Tulane would beat them eight. That's the reality. Yeah. Tulane eight or nine. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Eight oh, or nine, yeah. Mike. You're I right. Agree. I, call it, I agree with you. We were lucky that day. Um, as far as the Pelicans game tonight, uh, they lost four in a row. They're playing tonight. I think Gail Benson's has given out a Christmas ornament to all the fans, which is pretty nice of her. I, I wanted to say, you know, I, I'll get y'all's take on this. You know, all this time we've had Brandon Ingram and Zion on the roster. You know, Zion missed the whole year. Uh, Ingram's now been hurt. It's like one will be in, the other one will be hurt, or vice versa. Well, especially we've with Zion had... on this uh, safety, health and safety protocol. What's that? Mm-hmm. That's COVID. That's COVID. Yeah. The NFL stopped mm-hmm. testing players. They just stopped. Yeah. When is the NBA going to stop? Well, well the, the they... other thing with that is if you sick and then you test positive for it, then you you they're not going to put you on the court. They're not going to put you on the court. Yeah, I'm not telling anybody that I'm sick. <laughs> if I if hey, I'm an well, NBA player, my, yeah, but you hey, might, my, everybody might notice. Hey, you don't look too good. <laughs> you know, don't get around I'm me. Good. I'm good. Uh, you can't make that. me take a test. But man, Brandon Ingram, um, 
not him being in the lineup. Uh, and you can see the effect that he has because, man, he, he's a tremendous basketball yeah. player, just a, a great basketball player. And you know what? I want him to come back to be healthy for a long time down the stretch. I don't want him for a little while and then him banged up again. Now take your time with him. Uh, I, I don't need you right now. You know, I don't necessarily need you right now. Um, all right, Charlie's kind of shaking his head in there about about that. Uh, I, I just miss Bi. He just miss Bi. I yeah, you. I miss him too. By the way, we were playing that Christmas music earlier, and Charlie was all was all into it. It was some commercial. Charlie was all into. What do you like, Ronnie Lamarck? It, it was the new commercial. Was was new he liked Ronnie Lamarck singing. Sports he talk rolls that. on here on WWL. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing, and once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 